And today we're going to go and do a deep dive into what might be, some people say, a civil war. Today on the Chuck Dever Podcast. Right. Yes, I thought we should talk about what might be the biggest story that's not being reported on right now. There's a lot of stuff going on out there, and it's not really being covered in the real way that it should be. I think media has dropped the ball again and continually keeps dropping it. It's watching fumble after fumble after fumble since before this, well, for the last four years, really, but for the last six months. Ever since the Hunter Biden scandal was covered up and punted around by a group of people purporting to be journalists who were nothing but partisan hacks, I think that they've revealed their true nature. And I don't think, I mean, they obviously revealed it in much bigger ways, such as the Russian collusion myth that was reported on as if it were fact, without a single fact checker checking into it. That's telling by itself. But the fact that right now, what we've got going on in D.C., when we have meetings of what looks like Antifa going to Proud Boy rallies, essentially, or, I mean, I really shouldn't say it's a Proud Boy rally. It's more like a rally for Trump with Proud Boys at it. You know, it's not like it's a majority group. It's Proud Boys are not that large. It's actually quite a small organization that has picked up a lot of traction since Joe Biden's mention of it during the Trump and Biden debates. Biden brought up the Proud Boys as if they're a racial identity organization, which they apparently are not. I mean, the chairman is a black Cuban national, maybe not national, maybe... uh, let me. I want to be precise in my speech here, but he is of Cuban descent. I don't know if he came across from Cuba directly, but his parents apparently did. He's also a black man. So I don't see how that is in any way a racial identity group. When you have a black man leading a group, I don't think white nationalism is the priority there. I don't think white nationalists will gather behind the black guy. I just don't see that. Now, maybe you can think that. Of course, there's going to be the people who can deny reality with a blinders-on-to-the-world type of mentality, but I think to anyone with any common sense, maybe it's something else in play here. Uh, Gavin McInnes was the founder of the group. He left the group, as far as I know, I mean, maybe not. He's an interesting character. He's definitely a muckraker, if you want to call him that. He's entertaining sometimes. Sometimes I think he might go a little over the top, but that's up to anyone else's tastes to judge. I think 
he was obviously banned from a lot of sites, so he definitely knows how to stir the pot in an effective way, and I think that's why he was banned, along with others. But Enrique Enrique Tario, excuse me, is the chairman now of the Proud Boys, and he's acting as leader, or at least representative, of the group itself. So he's going in, uh, he was at this rally yesterday, which I believe was the 12th, and there was some stuff that was stirred up. There was definite violence. There were, there was at least one incident of Antifa having a knife pulled, stabbings happened. I'm not exactly sure on all the details. I don't want to try and uh, purport to know about exactly what happened, but it's no surprise. If you go back to November, what was it? Let's take a look. According to the Gateway Pundit, which was quite accurate on this story specifically, I don't know about their overall record, but this is a trustworthy article, Prominent black conservative Bevelyn Beatty stabbed in the back, multiple Proud Boys stabbed in D.C. This was on November 4th, 2020. Okay, the art, this article was at 8.15 a.m., apparently, by Cassandra Fairbanks. It shows, I mean, Bevelyn Beatty, for anyone who doesn't know, is a black woman who is the At The Well Ministries co-founder. She is an a Christian group that is, I would say, in opposition to Black Lives Matter, the organization. She was, if anyone is aware, she would protest the painting of the, what's called murals by uh, Bill de Blasio, the street painting of the words Black Lives Matter in the street of the city, which is an obviously political statement. But uh, apparently he, d- he felt it was okay to do, and he, he went ahead and did it. So, Bevelyn Beatty and a few of her helpers, I mean, I don't know exactly what the hierarchy is of the At The Well Ministries, maybe they're preachers or something of that nature, but she went out with her friends and poured black paint over the yellow letters of Black Lives Matter. She did this because she's in opposition to Marxism, which is a to me, correct position. I think that's fine. I, I don't, I'm in agreement with this woman. So, I mean, for me to go and just clear the air here, I'm on her side 100%. I think she was right when she did that. I, I didn't do it. I think it was better that she did it because there could be another connotation of me going out and pouring black paint over it. Okay. Um, but anyway, she was stabbed by Antifa. She was stabbed by Antifa. Now, this is apparently... I, I Maybe it was Black Lives Matter that stabbed her? I don't know. But uh, anyway, Proud Boys founder Enrique Tario, in this article, says he was slashed in the stomach, be it he was stabbed in the back, and me- multiple other members of the men's social group were stabbed and now hospitalized with serious wounds. She was walking... A law enforcement confirmed that the group was walking down the street away from the protests when they saw an older man being stabbed and intervened. Terrio says the injuries are serious but not life-threatening. 
We were helping some guy that was getting stabbed by two black males and one female. Bevelin got stabbed as well as two Proud Boys and the guy they were attacking. I got slashed, but it's not serious. We were walking to our cars. Now, look, this is one man's testimony. Take it for what it's worth. But it seems to me consistent with the techniques and attitudes of Black Lives Matter slash Antifa, which seem to run in similar circles and in similar tactics. The thing is, this story was not run at all in any major media platform. You did not get this information anywhere other than the Gateway Pundit. Now, people are going to say, well, it's a, it's a right-wing organization, which very well may be. I mean, it might be considered slant conservative or whatever, whatever right-wing means. I don't even know what you can define it as these days. But the fact is, this should have been news. This is news. And it wasn't reported on. Why? Because... They have an agenda, and they have to make it seem that Proud Boys are white nationalists. This is what they've been pr- putting out there the whole time. They d- this is also why they won't interview the leader of the Proud Boys ever on any te- television network to get the side of the story from the man who is the chairman, apparently, who can be found at... Noble lead, I believe, on Parlor. He's an interesting dude. I mean, he's somebody to, you know, you, you might disagree with him completely. That's fine. But at least be honest about your opposition. Be honest about what they're saying. He is not a white nationalist. He specifically despises people like that, or at least that's what he's saying. And it seems to be consistent if he's standing up and protecting a black woman who's being attacked by other black people. I mean, and he's a black man himself. So, I mean, this is really going in. It's a far stretch from reality. But that is the reason why it's not being reported. To go deeper into all of this is to actually get into what's happening right now. And what that is, unfortunately, is much more dire than I think a lot of people are aware of. I think we are at the precipice of a civil war. The civil war is not necessarily what you're going to see here. Let me see it. Let's put this on. Let's put some sound on that. Let's get that going. Now this... Looks like what might be Proud Boys fighting Antifa. Yeah, stay with me, stay with me. It looks like me. they're getting beat. Antifa, I mean. I'm going to walk you out. They won't attack you while you walk. The guy over here, we have a guy in a... He's wearing a flag as a cape, and he's beating up a guy. There's another guy over on the floor. He's getting knocked down. How this couldn't have been seen to be coming is beyond me. But you've got these people, Antifa, who have actually targeted and killed... Trump supporters because they are Trump supporters. Tensions are high, extremely high, and people on the ground don't seem to understand that the the real people on the ground who are in these events are ready for it. These are people wearing some kind of armor, I mean, some kind of shielding at least, so that they can't get stabbed or at least minimize the damage. And I mean, here, you've got them running away And these Proud Boys are beating up these people. I mean, they are really hitting them hard. And I mean, to say that this isn't provoked, I would say that the months of Antifa taking over towns and maintaining autonomous zones 
is the provocation. Watching people get executed in the streets. I mean, literally executed. If you don't remember, there was a time when one person who was driving down is with another person and says, yeah, those two over there, because they had a Trump, either a Trump flag or an American flag, I'm not sure which, and they go and open fire on that person. They killed him. They killed people, okay? They got shot. That's not the only time. This is other things, too. There's other times when this has happened, and you don't see it reported. It's not out there. They, they report it quickly, concisely, as much as they possibly can to sliver by so that this way they can bury the story and then get back to Proud Boys initiated it. They were the ones who started it. They're inciting it somehow. Now, what do you think kind of reaction would happen when you do that over months? Over years, really. I mean, they've been doing this for years. They've been doing it since Charlottesville, which was unfortunate. It was an absolutely unfortunate incident. There was a casualty. There was a mortality. But, I mean, to act like there hasn't been other ones and that they weren't incited by the left is... It's not sincere. It's not true. There have been a lot of things, and they've buried the stories, and they've called right-wing, right-wing, again, anyone who isn't leftist is right-wing. This is one clarity that you need to understand. Whenever they talk about right-wing, it's somebody who's not left. Anyone, if you're centrist, you're right-wing. If you're anywhere near who's, who's further right than, say, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was, you're a right-winger. You are the problem. And they want to shut you down. There's no other way to see it, because they constantly go and frame it that way. They don't frame... When Swalwell... Here's an example. When Eric Swalwell was found to have been with a Chinese spy, okay? They didn't frame it as Eric Swalwell was with a Chinese spy. It's Republicans pounce on story of Eric Swalwell being with a a Chinese spy. It's ridiculous. This is not news. None of this is news. And that's where the problem comes from. That's where the Civil War is originating. They are causing this. Not in the sense that they're out there fighting the battles. I don't want to be misconstrued as saying that. They are inciting it by not covering the stories that also matter. They matter just as much as Charlottesville. There's been more of them, and you don't know about it. The only reason you might know about it is because you research it, and because you think somewhat to the right of center. It's unfortunate. We live in two Americas, and one side doesn't even know what the other side is doing. The right generally knows what the left is doing because it's shoved in our faces every single day. Every Sunday morning on the talk shows, you'll see it. But you don't, the, the left do, is not aware. They are completely not aware, and anyone in the center doesn't know about this and would probably push off any idea of any of this as a kookish theory. Meanwhile, there is another autonomous zone being opened up right now. Probably not aware of it. 
You're not going to see it on the news. We're going to go and move on, but dangerously close to civil war, and that is not hyperbole. We are in the civil war, essentially. I don't know if the first shot's been fired. I don't think it's going to be as big a bang as back when uh, our country had its first civil war. I think right now the, the shots being fired are by the press and by their lack of actual inform, information for people to make conscious decisions about things. They're stopping you from seeing it. That's very telling. Scary. Wild time to be alive, my friends. Let's keep it alive. Let's keep going. Stay strong. Stay with me. And check back soon. Talk to you later. Please like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit the bell to be notified of the newest content. And always remember to check out ChuckDever.com to buy American Patriot merch to help push this message out there. Thanks again. Talk to you soon.